For over 20 years, Dr. James Maxwell and his team at Crestwood Dental have been providing quality care to patients of all ages. They offer a variety of services from cleanings to cosmetic dentistry and restorations with today's most advanced technology, including the most up-to-date lasers, digital x-rays, and impressions. They offer Invisalign and custom aligners with their 3D printer. Crestwood Dental accepts most insurance plans and a membership program for uninsured patients. Schedule today at 314-463-5655 or CrestwoodDental.com. This is the Last Minute Blues Podcast with Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, and former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. Powered by Together Credit Union, empowering you to achieve your financial goals. It is the Last Minute Blues Podcast. Donnie Fandango, Jeff Burton, and Mr. Jamie Rivers. You know, Jamie, it's just a shame that we don't have anything to talk about. Uh, boring. <laughs> I mean, boring. Uh, days here. There, there is nothing going on in the world uh, of St. Louis Blues hockey. So, I mean, honestly, man, we might as well just like, we might as well jump into it because... You know what, Donnie? Have at it. Yeah, Let's go. I mean, I got a million questions to ask you uh, okay. uh, about this, all right? First and foremost, okay, how big of a deal is it? to have to have the general manager come out and make the statements that he made on Tuesday, say the things in which that he said this early in the season. You know, like, part of me wonders if maybe in my head I'm kind of blowing this out of proportion a little bit, but I'm just curious to know. Talk about that part to me. Yeah, so I look at it differently, having lived it a yes. few times. And... um now, there have been a couple of times where the GM comes down and just absolutely lambastes everyone in the locker room, and that's never a fun thing. Uh, but this, I don't view it as that kind of a meeting. I view this as a meeting of you know Doug Armstrong showing the team that like everybody's a part of this. It's not just the players. It's mm-hmm. not just the coaches. It's not just the locker room. It's the general manager. It's the scouting staff. It's everybody else is involved. Tom Stillman was at the rink that day. Mm-hmm. Like, so what the, the message I got from it was, listen, nobody's going anywhere right now, but this needs to change. Immediately. Immediately. And if it doesn't change, here's kind of the pecking order. It's going to be the players that go, and then maybe down the road we look at another coach. But right now the coach isn't going anywhere. Right. he's done it with young kids. He's done it with veterans. He brought a team to the Stanley Cup championship. Like, he's not going anywhere. He's not the problem. You guys are. And very seldom does a GM ever kind of lay it out that way because mm-hmm. we all know when it's like players or the coach, the coach goes. Because it's easier to get rid of one entity than it is you know, 25. Right. But I really believe Army when he says that Chief's not going anywhere. And I really believe him that if everything doesn't change or get better, that he'll trade players. Yeah. He'll start moving in a different direction. Okay. So... All right, so to me, I, to me as a fan, I loved hearing him say that about Coach Berube. Because as you know, man, I'm a big fan of that guy. And I think we all have many, many, many reasons to be a big fan of Craig Berube. Absolutely. But man, we're not seeing it from our guys. We are not seeing them play, as, as, play up to what they're capable of playing, but also too. It's still so early in the season. I try to keep that in mind and not and not freak out. But <laughs> this team is better than that, Jamie. This team is they pure are. and simple, way better than what they're showing us right now. They are. And the good news and bad news is it's effort-based. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. No, seriously. 
it's it's not personnel. Like, I don't think if you if you look at the roster, I don't feel like, ooh, this player is not good. This player doesn't belong in the NHL. I don't see that. Uh, so the good news is you have the horses that can get the job done. The bad news is they're not getting it done. Right. And it's not all of them, but it's enough of them that you're not winning hockey games. So you get a little readjustment here. They've had a couple of pretty good practices. You know, one was very um, – Let's say uh, blue collar. Uh huh. Small. Is, it, is area. that the one where Baruby was on the whiteboard instead of where Ott's on the normally on the whiteboard? Yeah. That kind of stuff. I don't know if I don't know if Chief said uh, two words without dropping an f bomb in between of uh-huh. them, as he should, as he should. And then they did a small area battle drill for like forty minutes, and those stink. Mm-hmm. They stink. And then you had up pace practice the next day, and it's like it's time to turn the page. Let's go. Let's get after it. Right. So the good news is, is that the players have recognized, uh, you know, what the problem is right now. There, there's no mincing words. He's Ryan O'Reilly. I wouldn't agree with what he's saying, but he's like, I've been horrible. Yeah, I saw that. You know, and, and that's your captain, Braden Chan, uh, as of this morning, talking about how don't worry, you will see an effort tonight. Like almost like the guarantee mm-hmm. of you're going to see an effort tonight. That's all. That's all this team needs to do, is if they play hard, they'll win hockey games. Yeah, they're too talented not to. So that's the one thing that I've noticed is in the forecheck, the neutral zone, the defensive zone. It's just been too uh, inconsistent, and not everybody always on the same page. And for the Blues to be a successful team, they have to be connected out there. They have to be a five guy, five man unit connected. And Craig Brewer loves the word predictable. Yeah, like when you're not winning hockey games, when you're not scoring a ton of goals, you have to be predictable so your line mates know exactly what the hell's going on out there. So I'm excited for the game against the Islanders, and I think the players are handling this the right way. I, I think one of the things about Craig Berube hockey, one of the reasons that I like it so much, is because, dude, it's pretty crystal clear when it's, when the, when it's working and when it's not. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it, again, it's just Dexter and I went to the game on Saturday. Uh, against the Canadians. Woof. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, woof, you know? And so it, it's just, I mean, you, you see it. You, you, you see when they're not moving their feet. The, one question that I have, and I know that, you know, man, we uh, rumors are rumors, and they are what they are, but I have heard a couple of different stories concerning individual players not being happy with the effort of maybe certain other players on the team. Well, I think that's natural. How is that handled in the locker room? How do you literally come after me and go, dude, it's not good enough. What you're doing is, I mean, how can you talk about that conversation, especially when it's with a veteran and a younger player? Yeah, well, it has to be a veteran and a younger player. Like, it it can't be uh, a young player calling out another young player unless he's perfect out there. Mm-hmm. You know, so the resume speaks in this one. So I, I, we talked about this on the fast lane. I said the guys that can get away with it are O'Reilly, Shen, Krug, Falk. It's probably the four guys that can get away with it just based on their experience. Brandon Saad will be up there, but it's not his personality. Nick Letty could do it. It's not his personality so much so. So I think that those four guys – uh, can basically call out anybody, even each other, and it's respected, and it's like, okay, I got you. I think it has to happen. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to have a, te- a team of guys who get along all the time. That's great. 
Everybody gets along. Everybody talks about, yeah, they're all great friends. Okay. I need an a-hole every now and then that says, this isn't good enough. Right. Like, I like you, and I'll go have beers with you, and, like, we'll go take a vacation to family. But right now, what you're doing out there is not cutting it. Yeah. And we need more. And if that player can't respect that when you get called out like that, then you don't belong in the business. Mm Mm-hmm. You're looking for a cushy little, oh, you're the best all the time. Yeah, here's pat him on the head. Yeah, here's yeah. millions of dollars and you're the best. It yeah. doesn't work that way. It doesn't work the way. Not unless you're winning all the time. If you're winning and you're putting up a ton of points and this and that and the other, some guys get away with it. There's yeah. guys that go a whole career with not being a, a great teammate or a hard worker, but they put up 60, 70, 80 points a year and they play on teams that make the playoffs and no worries. You know, whatever. You live with it. Mm-hmm. It's not the case right now. You're not scoring goals. You're losing hockey games. The effort, it's apparent to anybody in the building, watching on TV, whatever, that not every guy is going on every shift, and that's problematic. So it is time for call-outs. Yeah, so, so, all right, so we're in this really, I I mean, I I love where we are with Blues hockey right now because we have some incredible veterans like Ryan O and and Braden Shannon and that, and then we also have the, the, the... the, the nucleus of the future in Thomas and Cairo. But I feel like those guys in Thomas and Cairo are in a bit of a transitional portion of their career uh-huh. where they're trying to take it to the next level consistently. Yeah, you know how you do that? Yeah, uh, that well, that was going to be my question. You just mowed my lawn. <laughs> do you know how you do that? No, seriously, yeah, no. You go out and prove it every day. It's not just given to you. You don't just put your time in. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not like one of those jobs where, well, it's five years now, Bob gets a promotion. Well, it's seven years now, Bob gets his next promotion. No, yeah. that's not how it works. So these young guys have been rewarded. Let's just isolate Thomas and Cairo because mm-hmm. you could go down the line and, and pinpoint certain things. They've both had good pockets of hockey this year and not so good pockets of hockey. They're not entitled to being like in that transition of leadership group. Mm-hmm. No, not yet. Robert Thomas is taking steps towards that, but he hasn't done enough yet. It, you can't put it in cruise control. He's still too young for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, he's won a Stanley Cup. He was a part of that and did a great job. So his resume is a little heavier than Jordan Cairo. But you guys want to you guys want to be the heir apparent. You want to be the next group, the next foundation, the next core. Go out and prove it every single day, not just in games, in practice, in the gym, you know, whatever, you, whatever you're doing, be the guy. Ryan O'Reilly has given you the blueprint. David Perron, before he left, gave you the blueprint. Braden Shen, even Vladimir Tarasenko, you know, people look at, oh, Vlad, he has a tremendous work ethic. He mm-hmm. works really hard and he competes. You don't have that kind of success for as long as he's had Unless you're one of those guys. Can I can I interject real quick about his voice in the room at this point in his career with the Blues? I would think that it would have to be another heavy voice, right? Oh, or yeah. does what happened in the last year or so kind of weigh into that? No, I don't think it does. Okay. I think maybe initially, you know, like, ah, uh, but he's still here. Yeah. Still here, and he put up, what, over a point a game last year for you. And he's back this year, and he's working, and he's getting after it. He's pushing guys. He's barking at guys. You know, I was working in between the benches, and Vladdy's, you know, trying to pep talk Cairo and get him going. They were on the same line at one point, and he's, like, barking at him a little bit. Like, yeah. No, Vladdy's voice carries. Absolutely. What carries more for anybody is leading by example. Yeah. 
Why you can't ask somebody to do something you're not willing to do, mm-hmm. and that's always been my philosophy. It, because even as a lower tiered player like a Noel Achari, he's got a voice in that locker room. He's been around long enough. Yeah, he's on your fourth line tonight against the Islanders. You'll be playing up with Ryan O'Reilly, and that great. But he goes out every day and proves it. And that's like even in my career, when I got to the latter part of my career, I had a voice in the locker rooms. Even if I was a healthy scratch for four games in a row, when I did play and when I did practice, it was a certain way. And so the young guys and people look at you, okay, you know, I'm not going to mess with this guy. He's been around a long time, and he he does it the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. So everybody who is you know leading by example can have a voice. Do, do you th- so is Achari going up to that first line to kind of maybe create a little bit of that banging that 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 David Perron did? Yeah, I think we need to get away from the David Perron stuff. I really do because he's a very unique player. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, you also have to turn the page, and he's yeah, not coming back. Move and, on, and, man. And that's a, and I didn't, Donnie. She's not coming no, back, no, man. No, I get it. I just meant kind of that role as much yeah, as anything kind else. Kind of, kind of. I, I look at it more from a standpoint of he thinks the game uh, very similarly to O'Reilly and Shen. Okay, to where let's get the puck in deep. Get in on the four check. Let's cycle the puck. Let's work it down low. Let's get some net front presence. Really simple hockey, mm-hmm. but with a tremendous amount of work behind it. I think that's why it works. So the the David Perron thing and all that. Like David Perron had a lot of those qualities. I get it, but this is to create a heavier line that can play down low, match up against the other team's top line, responsible defensively, a little bit of black and blue hockey. Mm-hmm. So last week when we were talking about maybe some of Kairou's struggles and things and me telling you that, you know, the Twitter police wanted him put in the press box and that sort of thing. Though they absolutely do. But one of the things that you even said was maybe we don't put him in the press box, but maybe it's a bit of a a line demotion, as it were. Uh And tonight it looks like the number three line will be Kairou Thomas. Is this that sort of thing that you're talking about? Yeah, maybe. Um you know, the Blues are a very unique team to where I don't know what the first line is and what the third line is. Right sure. Now. Very interchangeable. And nobody has jumped out ahead of anybody else. So it's not like one line is just scoring so many goals. You're like, that's your number one line. Mm-hmm. No, your top scorer right now, one of your top scorers is a defenseman. So nobody's line is doing it. Braden Shen's been on three different lines this year. He's your next top scorer. He's tied for the team lead. So I don't look at it as first, second, third line. I look at this one tonight as... It's a different look. It's a different option for these young guys. You get Thomas Cairo and Jake Neighbors, three young guys. I look at it one of two ways. It's going to be really awesome, playing a lot of speed, dynamic energy, or it's going to be really bad mm-hmm. because of the uh, lack of experience. Thomas has played quite a bit. Cairo's got a seat, but he's still really young. Neighbors has very little to no experience. Yeah. But again, some of that can be beautiful. Some of it can be like we don't know any better, so <laughs> right. we're just going to go play. Sure, sure. I'm telling you, when I my very first games in the NHL, I was way better. I was in a way better mental space than I was three years into my career. I didn't care. You when probably I was, weren't thinking as much when I was 19. I was like, yeah, I belong here. What are you talking about? I should be playing right now. Mm-hmm. Well. You know, you're really not good enough. A bull, I can play. Give me the puck. <laughs> right. And I did. I just played. Then you get three, four years in, you're kind of like, eesh, I don't want to make a mistake tonight. When I was 19, I was like, I don't even care. So 
there's some of that element too that's that's beautiful about it because these young guys will go out there, they're gonna make mistakes. Kyrou's gonna turn the puck over. Robert Thomas is gonna pass up on a shot for sure. And Jake Neighbors, he may not get a puck out of the zone. Whatever. It's gonna happen. They're not the only ones on the team that that's gonna happen to tonight. So let's see what they've got. They've got a lot of speed, a lot of creativity, and they've got something to prove, too. These young guys, they know. They're like, okay, everybody's going to be looking at this line or the kid line, you know? Let's go show them what we can do. Dr. James Maxwell and Crestwood Dental Group. Crestwood Dental Group has been my family's dentist for a number of years now, and I cannot recommend Dr. Maxwell and his staff enough. Listen, if you need any sort of cosmetic work, Dr. Maxwell can handle it. If you and your family just need the the regular uh, checkups and day-to-day dental services, they've also got that at Crestwood Dental Group. Dr. Maxwell is always going back to school, always finding out the the next thing, the the next thing that makes your trip to the dentist office that much easier. So much to know about our friends over at Crestwood Dental Group, not to mention are they a sponsor of the Last Minute Blues podcast, but give them a call. They're out in Crestwood, Sunset Hills, 314-463-5655. That's Crestwood Dental Group, Dr. James Maxwell. Make sure you set, tell them that Donnie sent you. And I believe the Islanders have won four in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, you know, if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> if, if you're into winning streaks and, you know, and, that's, and that sort of thing. Are you, um, you know, man, and I feel like you're a good person to ask about this because... Uh, unlike me, uh, you wait until the very last millisecond to hit the panic button. <laughs> but but how concerned are you about this team right now? The Blues? Yes. I'm not concerned. Five in a row is a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay? It is. It's a lot. And it's just something we're so unfamiliar with, man, yeah. for real. So much season left, though. Th- there is. So much hockey left. Like, uh, let's just go back to 2019. That's right. I mean, did, there did was a not, fire sale that was almost going to happen. Did we not learn anything from that? Yeah, we should have. And I understand it was a historical run. I'm not even insinuating that that's what's lying ahead for this team. But you were terrible. You were not good. The pain that we're feeling and seeing and the players and the interviews, that went on for weeks. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't five games. It was like win one, lose two, win one, lose two, win two, lose three. It was like not great. So I look at it as you have a, a, a good number of guys who lived it in 2019 that are still here, and the coaching staff, all of them, uh, barring Craig McTavish, were here for that. They have a reference point, mm-hmm. and Craig Berube has already started using some of the same terminology as he did in 2019. This is a really good hockey club. This are, they're really good players. They're just not playing up to their ability right now. We need to make them more consistent. But this, don't you know? Don't mistake it here. These guys are good players. Going back to that again, building the team up. Yeah. You can only kick a team in the nuts so many times before they just stay down, right? Yeah. So now you got to build them back up a little bit. So, man, like how is – so, like, as a player, how in, how in God's name can you be on a five-game losing streak, had the week that these guys have had – and go into the game tonight relatively free and easy, out of your head, able to... Oh, I'm fired up. You're fired oh, up. I'm fired up. So it's on your mind. Every So you're using that as motivation to go I out there wait. tonight and to kill somebody. Right after Doug Armstrong's meeting, I'm counting the hours until the next game. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. Because you can control your outcome. Like, you can control it. That's something that... Mo- like, sometimes with a, a computer job or a stock market, you have no control over the results sometimes. 
and I'm not saying hockey, you have a direct control over it, but you certainly have a big input in how that result's going to end up. If I'm the Blues tonight, it's really simple hockey. Move the puck up the ice, get it into the offensive zone, get it in on the forecheck, work them down low, and then when you turn the puck over or the other team gets it, everybody back to the house as hard as you can. 40-second shifts. I don't care. It doesn't have to be long. Come at them in waves, and every single time there's somebody there, you hit them. Every single shot you block. You, I mean, you can just fabricate intensity in a hockey game to where you're just involved. Mm-hmm. They have an, a great opportunity to maybe, – maybe they don't win the game. It happens. Okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't win the game. They have a great opportunity to look more like they should starting tonight. I think that's the thing as much as anything else to me. It's just them starting to look like themselves. This is a – I I meant to ask you this question a lot and this is probably a stupid question but are the are the the the, the shift links the same for the forwards and defensemen relatively like okay. there's no set time right like you, you as a coaching staff you'll be like quick shifts and you know like at that point you're like 35 to 45 seconds and you know, when I when I coach I call it you know you can fabricate energy and speed with smoke and mirrors and what that is is quick shifts so that your guys are hitting the ice more often. And the other team, now they start to, you know, their energy bar, they drain it, and it's harder for them to get it back. Yeah, yeah. As far as there's, and when you're going 30, 35, 30, 35, and you're coming at the other team in waves, you seem like a faster team. It's only because every line that hits the ice has more energy in the tank than the line they're playing against because they're extending their shifts too long on the other side. Boy. So I look at it as tonight would be a, you know, 35 to 45 second first period. Every friggin' shift, that's it. Waves. Boom, boom, boom. Puck out of the zone, into the neutral zone, into the offensive zone, get to work. Puck comes out, transition, put the puck back in, change. Like, boom, quick. Yeah. Force the Islanders to try and keep up with you. Boy, oh boy. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to turn the page. I gotta, I gotta talk to you about this real quick. Oh, and boy. Here this we is, go. Oh, no, no. This is not serious. Comparatively with what we've been talking about for the last twenty minutes, but uh, so I told you that that my youngest son and I, Dexter, got to go to the game on on Saturday, um, and we had an absolute blast. My my Dexter, like I try to get him into sports, it's just not his deal. All right, so when we're going to the game, it's the presentation, it's the stuff in between the whistles, it's the food, it's all of the other things, right? So one, he was on the jumbotron for the very first time. Did you get a video of it? No, because oh. it was so it was so quick. Uh, so that was incredible. But also, too, man, I always have loved to go to sporting events because of the food. But at the Enterprise Center now, you are in a a league, a a, a world of food that is at your disposal during that game. Uh-huh. That's just unbelievable, man. So I had. So Dexter and I, Dex and I had Shake Shack. I was going to say, did before, you have Shake Shack? <laughs> before the first period uh, started. All right. So we did that. And then come about the middle of the second, Dexter's like, Dad, I'm, I'm kind of hungry again. I, is there a Lion's Choice out there? Yeah, buddy, there is. Yeah. So we went out and had Lion's Choice as well. Like, it is so amazing to me that going to the game, which even if it was just pizza, nachos, hot dogs, I'd be cool. But now we have this oh, whole yeah. other welcome thing into Flavortown that I just love every bit of it, man. It's great that these, you know, these arenas are doing. I know the Blues are right at the top of the line when it comes to, you know, what they keep adding for the yeah. experience. And the Shake Shack's another one that they've added. Why not? It's, you know, you get these partnerships and if people are happy at the game, if they're spending more time there cuz people used to go eat before the game 
And then, you know, just kind of whatever. Not everybody liked the pizza and nachos hot dogs. Sure. They'd be like, we're going to go eat downtown. That way we're full. And then we'll have a couple of drinks during the game. Yeah. You know, maybe a popcorn. Okay, great. Now people are like, hey, I'm getting to the rink early. Yeah. Why? Because I want to get some food. They got a whole bunch of stuff down there. They got, you know, things going on. They've got different alcohol booths. We got booze. You've got vodka. You've got beer. You've got all sorts of great things, if that's what you're into. Or you've got other oh, slushy stops and, you know, dipping dots and Shake Shack, Lion's Choice. It's great, man. It's, Dude, a, it's a whole world within that building. All right. So let me throw this one out at you. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Jamie Rivers has no work responsibilities. Yeah. Going to the game. With your girl, with your kiddos, whatever. Yeah. What are you eating? Wow. Well, see. It's a different look for me than you because yeah. you were the player for forever. I've been the fan for forever. That's one of the things I look forward to. And yeah. also you're trying to keep yourself fit over there, which I understand that too. <laughs> I'm not worried about that in if the I'm slightest for myself. All caution to the wind. Uh, I'm definitely hitting the Shake Shack. Yeah. For sure. I got to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting nachos. I don't even care ballpark or hockey arena nachos. I know they're not a delicacy, but they're so damn good. Dude, so good, they're so damn good. And I've got to have some beers. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going foofy drinks. I want a big old can of beer and drink that. And that's kind of my go to right there. Maybe that's a little solid. popcorn. You know, maybe a hot dog. I don't know. Depends <laughs> how much I drink, Donnie. Dude, there's there's not a lot of things that I'm turning down. No, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about the menu in my head right now. I'm like, I don't really. The, the word is yes. Yeah, it was so great though, man. Because like we got there plenty early, so we had already eaten by the time the game had started, and so uh, there was one point where we, I, I really I, this is something we've talked about on the podcast, but uh, m- my son very much loves. The ladies. And so uh, okay. there was a uh, one of the blues cheerleader, blues cruise members uh-huh. that was right by our seats. And, and so Dexter just starts locking eyes with her and starts doing the thing where he's oh yeah, with his eyebrows, like moving his he's eyebrows up the, and down. The rock. Right. And I'm like, buddy, we got to have a talk <laughs> about how you talk to girls as your life goes on. He's still young enough where I think that they think he's cute, but boy, that's going to that's going to evaporate real quick into creepy land, you know? You're going to have to polish it up a little bit. <laughs> right. For sure, for sure. A little bit. But it's just such a such a wonderful time and even them, you know, not winning or whatever. I mean, we just still had such a an amazing time and like I've never liked the power play dance, but then when Dexter does it, it makes me want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Do you so do it? it's absolutely, <laughs> man. Dude, ab- absolutely. And what's also great too, man, is like my son has no fear. So if there is a song playing that he loves, yeah. he's getting up and he's it. moving it. And like- I love that so freaking much. So it's just like it's another way for me to enjoy the hockey game that's not like when I take my oldest because when I take him, we're it's locked into the locked game. Into the game yeah. You know? So it's Two a different, different experience. Yeah, yeah but that's very awesome. cool nonetheless, man. So, uh, Mr. Rivers, I think we're going to wrap it up for uh, for this particular uh, edition of the Last Minute Blues podcast. Good. Hopefully, next time we talk, it's uh, more positive. I sure hope so. Yeah. But hey, man, you've always got stuff going on with Synergy Hockey. Like, always, 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 yeah. always. What what's next up now? Because I would assume hockey season has started already. Yeah, right? hockey season started, but there's sometimes there's gaps in the youth hockey to where there's tournaments you go to or you don't, and it can be two or three weeks where you're not really practicing or playing because teams try to respect holiday time and vacations and whatnot. So we put together some camps. We've got uh, Black Friday camp coming up. 
uh, two different locations, and we've also got holiday camps that we're going to release at the Black Friday camps. So if you attend the Black Friday camp, you get a coupon, you get a discount for the holiday camps, so take you through the break there too. So for parents that are looking for something to do for their kids that are hockey players, mm-hmm. so it's beneficial and you know they continue to improve and get better, but at the same time gives them something to do rather than sit in front of a video game or doing nothing at that mm-hmm. point. Um, give us a give us a little look see there online at synergyhockeyskills.com black friday camp holiday camps and then following the holiday camps we'll have our whole summer itinerary of 11 straight weeks coming up well and if you ever do the thing where you get old guys out there to try to try to be we're having players, it this year are you really we're doing a synergy adult camp i think i'm going to call it um what is it spills skills and spills I, 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 I'm serious. I'm not I, joking. I'm serious. Like, I want to do it. I'm I, not joking. We're going to have it at the, we're going to do it at the ice zone at the mills because we've taken over the whole facility from when the blues were there. So we have the locker room, the training room, the weight room, the lounge, all that. And people come and you get on the ice for like 30, 35 minutes of skill work. And then like 30, 35 minutes, of like scrimmage or like small area games. And then afterwards, maybe a couple beverages. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, dude. We'll we're find putting out it more. together. Well, and where can they? And where can they find out everything? Uh, well, but the camps right now, the stuff that's currently up and, yeah. and online is at synergyhockeyskills.com. All right, for our homeboy Jeff Burton, that's the dude. Jamie Rivers, Donnie Fandango. As always, thank you for listening to the podcast, and let's go Blues. The Last Minute Blues Podcast. Hear more at 1057thepoint.com. Powered by Together Credit Union. Empowering you to achieve your financial goals. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.